Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed network, and we hope we're just what you needed. Oddity Files podcast. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. You're here listening to Oddity Files, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. <laughs> and I'm Nick Floyd, hoping Joe Exotic gets pardoned from the president. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> I got a text today from my good friend Heather, <clears throat> former co-host of the Miss Murder podcast with me. And apparently a limo has been ordered that I don't know by the time this episode comes out it'll all be over but I right now at this moment am sitting on the edge of my seat to see if Joe Exotic gets pardoned I'm it's been sitting there since like 8 a.m. this morning and I wonder if they're paying by the hour or if they somehow struck a deal because the advertisement is on this on like the wind it's a window laminate so I'm wondering if it parked oh. there and Joe Exotic's human uh, person was like you're gonna get a lot of press <laughs> so just park here and give us the limo for free you know it's the barter system with anybody who has to do anything with joe exotic so absolutely yeah <laughs> I, I can't imagine they're paying hourly <laughs> tiger king was like april of 2020 no one remembers back that far at this point <laughs> so joe exotic will come out and be like guys I, remember me i'm the tiger king and everyone's like who the fuck are you we're watching the Queen's Gambit now. Like, who are you? <laughs> He'll be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars. Who are you kidding? Not with Both that knee. Both of them. <laughs> He's got a bad knee. He the former the president cane. and Joe Exotic. <laughs> I would pay to watch that show as their dancing partners <laughs> together. Oh, shit. You just went there. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So I was hoping you'd know exactly what I was talking about when I started this. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. We are always on the same page. I freaking love it. Um, I have watched absolutely nothing. Nick and I were talking about this before we started. I don't have a lot of show prep to start off with. So you guys are going to just get a bunch of shit that we don't even have planned. And we're going to see where this goes. (laughs) We are. You haven't watched it? Like, you mean you haven't watched television? Is that. Have you deemed the beginning of this podcast to be like television slash movie recaps for Kitsy and Nick? I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been told it's not by any listener, good. so. Uh, good. Because <laughs> I watched a lot of shit in the past, whenever we recorded, four days. Oh, not, I watched Bridgerton, but that's <laughs> that. You can't talk about Bridgerton on Oddity Files. <laughs> I guess that's This is my true. basic bitch binge of the year. I'm done. <laughs> my card's full. Can you please start a side podcast called The Basic Bitch Binge and just talk about like, oh, shows you watch? Oh, my God. Like, Nobody <laughs> steal that name. It's out there. It's mine. Don't fucking touch it. Just bleep it out. Like, when you edit the podcast for this week, just bleep it out so no one knows the name. Oh, I, my God. I don't know if there's anything I've watched that has to do is this podcast relevant? Well, I guess there, I, I guess there is. So I watched Promising Young Woman, which has nothing to do with anything. 
paranormal or otherworldly, and okay. it was fantastic. Right. Um, and I watched a movie called Synchronic with Anthony Mackie, who is uh, from the Avengers movies, and Jamie Dornan never met from. Him. I haven't. But I feel like he's probably he's not a nice. Amazing. Oh, is he? Okay, thank God. I was like, he is amazing. Yes, it could go either way. I've seen him in interviews. Um, that I'm like, man, you seem like a really good guy. But with the Avengers yeah. people, it could go either way. <laughs> but uh, he's in it, and Jamie Dornan from the Fifty Shades uh, franchise of motion pictures is also in it. And it, it, Anthony Mackie is so damn good in it. And it's very otherworldly. It's about a, uh, two paramedics in New Orleans. And they keep turning up to these like gruesome scenes or these teenagers are just dead. Like in the worst oh. ways. And <clears throat> Anthony Mackie finds out they're all taking this drug called Synchronic. And what it's doing is it's... Uh, the chemicals mess with this part of your brain that actually takes you and puts you back in a different time and basically these kids don't have the mental capacity to break through the seven and a half minute time barrier so they get killed by like conquistadors and like cavemen and shit like that so oh snap anthony mackie goes back in time uses the drug to like study it and try to find uh someone's kidnapped daughter it's very good oh that sounds amazing very, 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 very. There should good. be more time travel things. I know Doctor Who has pretty much has the market on that. Yeah, but I feel like there should be more time travel shit out there. It's so in, it, like weird. So shit. I want to do it so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like it needs to be. The weird ones are really solid. Like the best time travel movies I've seen as of late are the weird little tiny ones. Yeah, like they're very good. Yeah, that's very good. And then last night I had like a moment where I was laying in bed at like 11 p.m. And I was like cruising YouTube and I found this trailer for this movie. And I watched the trailer and it was like releases January 19th. And it was 1201. It wasn't 1201, but it was like 1207 on January 19th last night. Yeah. And it came out. And so I bought it and I watched it. It's called Bloody Hell. And it was also very good. And it was like... A guy who saved, he was like a, it's very like campy and over the top and funny, but also super fucked yeah. up. And there's a guy who's like at a bank when it's getting robbed and he saves everybody from the robbers, but uh, ends up being tried for murder because he like straight up just murders these bank robbers. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so he gets out of jail and he decides that fate takes him to Finland. And so he goes to Finland and he's like this heartthrob in America eight years later of the guy who saved, who was just a John Wick badass. And he goes to Finland and gets kidnapped by cannibals um, who remove one of his legs and want to feed him to this like creature that they have. <laughs> and he's got to get out. <laughs> Oh, sna- that, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and he uh, talks to himself, so he has, like, a version of himself that he sees who he, like, speaks through to help him navigate things in his life. Yeah. It's uh, fucking insane. I wish you all that aren't on Patreon could see my face right now because <laughs> I, do I, I don't think I could handle this movie. You know what I did it's... try to watch? Oh, no. What? I tried to watch... 
The Dead Don't Die on <sighs> HBO Max. I've heard. Which has Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Adam Driver, and every fucking name you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I love Bill Murray. I love Adam Driver. And I love most of those names that I don't remember right now. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, I've heard... I've heard people who are like, yeah, no, if you really buy into it, it's great, which is never a good sign when you get recommended anything. Exactly where I was going with this. Okay, hipster McHip. No, it wasn't funny in any way, shape, or form. There's no way I could see it being funny. I was, it was like one of those, it's like curb your enthusiasm. Where like, either you're depressed or you're laughing. Yeah. Because it's either depressing to you or you're laughing. I usually fall on the depression side in that kind of situation. <laughs> I'm like, I can't watch this shit. Yeah, it's, um, there was a many, many moons ago, a little film history for you. There, uh, the Duplass brothers sort of started this thing called Mumblecore. And it's a genre of independent film, which basically is like people who are just like, yeah, I don't really know what to do with my life. Oh, you don't? Okay, well, that's a bummer. And it's like supposed to be funny. And that's what Dead Don't Die is like. It, just people blanket, dead face, no emotion, having these conversations that are supposed to be funny. But yeah. they're not. <laughs> <laughs> to some people, though. Like 3% of the world? Because I consider myself, you know, I like good British humor. I adore yes. fucking British humor, which is dry mm-hmm. and snark. That, but I need I need a little bit of snark to laugh, not yeah. just a, a yeah. So um, it's really weird. The sun never went down today, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, the sun is what time is it? You know, it's just <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm not that person. Again, basic bitch, I guess. But I'm, I must be too old. I don't know if you enjoyed it. I'm sorry, but. I did not. I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people were were in that same boat with you in that moment. But yeah, I uh, just text me when you're about to watch something, and I'll let you know honestly if it's uh, <laughs> worth even giving it a shot. Because I will tell you, I will speak the truth. Yeah, I was scrolling through the HBO Max. I'm like, okay, I haven't watched a zombie movie in probably years. Oh, no, I did watch Zombieland 2, which I enjoyed. I never saw Which it. I enjoyed. And had Bill Murray, I think. Not sure. It did. Um, so I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. I haven't seen it, but I've heard he said it. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot. Have something to talk about on the podcast. I'm like, what is this fucking shit? <laughs> I love that the world has become the fucking Twilight Zone. So the things that we have to talk about as banter at the beginning of this podcast are the movies we watched. <laughs> Because there's nothing else going on. I woke up this morning. I ate some Oreos. I made a smoothie. I worked. Paranormal in the news. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, literally. Literally. Um, That's life. I did have to... Do you notice I'm down a, a haunted doll behind me? Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure what's going on but she's in Did you sell her on the black market she's in my closet right now shit i might give her to anybody <laughs> what's happening point. so i i decided to get on the tiktoks again and i was gonna do little dowsing rod sessions with her 
and she told me she wasn't happy and I'm like, "Oh shit. I'm sorry." And she told me I didn't I didn't pay enough attention to her. So I put her out on the red chair behind me. I said, "You can sit here. We'll do TikToks, you know. It'll be a way to hang out." I'm doing this podcast with the guy who has the uh, Phantoms and Monsters website. He's a huge deal. His name is Lon. I can't remember his last name. Great guy, though. I'm just terrible at names. And the whole end of the show, like, I did everything I do every time. I turn off all my ring cameras. I unplug my Schlag locks. I make sure my phone's on a different connection, and usually I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of lag, but that's it. But shit was going awry. And and now I feel bad because I blamed Anna. Because sometimes um, when I don't talk about Anna enough, when we first started the podcast, when Clayton and I didn't talk about Anna enough, she'd like fuck with something. It was just what she did. Yeah. And then Venus started acting weird. And I started getting these headaches. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? If you can't chill out, I'm going to put you back on the shelf. And the headaches got worse. Venus wouldn't even come in here. She'd stand outside the door barking. So I said, fine, I'm going to put you in the closet. That's it. I did that today. And Venus turned around like that. My headache's gone. I, I, I don't know what I need to do. So any of my witch friends out there, I don't know. if I mean, I paid $90 for her. I don't just want to give her away, but I don't want her either. <laughs> Holy shit, we're sitting here, we're talking about movies for 15 minutes, and then you're like, yeah, so this doll has gone south, I'm getting well, headaches. I, I like, wasn't going to bring it up. You absolutely, it's a paranormal podcast, you absolutely should bring it up. Nick over here talking about Anthony Mackie movies, no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it, seriously. So, I don't know, I, I don't know, I... I don't know what to do. Anybody get any vibes out there listening to this podcast two weeks from now where I probably already <laughs> shipped her off to Timbuktu? <laughs> Let me know. Um, yeah. Her name is Annette. Uh, I did like a few dowsing rod sessions with her on TikTok. And um, I was actually going to do a Patreon video of a spirit box session with her. And I'm like, you know what? You're grounded. You're going on timeout in my closet. Yeah, set so the precedent. Now. Tell her what time it is. <laughs> it's time for your timeout. <laughs> so. Wow. And, I mean, every time Luna would come in the office, she'd look at me, she'd hang out for a second, and then she'd just look, look at me and start barking. Where she had not, it was not time for her to go back outside. It's like she was warning me about something. I don't know. Maybe I read too much into it, which could very well be the case. But still, I feel better with her in the closet. I mean, just play it by ear, see what happens. The thing is, if you take her out, she could be more pissed off, and who knows what could happen. Well, she's, she's going to need to get over it. I'm going to have to have a mommy conversation with her and say, this is my house. I brought you in. If you can't chill out, you will go. So I just need to <laughs> look taken, crazy and talk to a doll. <laughs> I brought you into this world, and I will goddamn take you I out of it, child. <laughs> I will send you back to the place you came from and not get my money back. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I haven't heard, like, Anna romping around in my bathroom lately. And I'm like, you mess with my resident ghosts here, Missy Pants. We're going to have some, we're going to have to have a conversation. So, Annette is in the closet. I did it. 
I'm and even if she tries to get out, I'm gonna say no for now. I'm just gonna let it sit. So. What if she got out somehow? Like, what if you leave your office? I would office? shit my pants, Nick. <laughs> like, you leave. I would come shit. <laughs> She's just sitting in your podcast chair. <laughs> like. <laughs> and after it happened as well, I went on an investigation at my friend KJ's house. And I came back. And see this little picture of Chris and I back here I'm pointing to? Yeah. It was face down when I came back home. <gasps> now, I rationalized it as, oh, the dogs must have been playing in here and bumped into that trunk and knocked it over. But it's never happened before that, and it's not happened since. There's no, like, crack in the glass where your face is or no. anything? Okay. No. But it was down. Yeah. Oh. So... I'm trying not to think about. I'm trying to over rationalize it, trying to debunk all this odd shit. But I'm also reading way too into too. M- I don't know. I don't. I'm torn. Uh, I'm like, is this real or is this not real? I mean, it feels like more keeps getting. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Because I feel like you were at like four things strange that have happened. Now I feel like anything else, and you're like. It's a stretch trying to think it's anything else but a haunted doll who I, might hate I you. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Now I'm afraid to talk to the other one down there. May just have a yard sale. <laughs> afraid to look at all. Kids these antiquities. Please come take <laughs> these haunted antiquities. Uh, $100 a piece. I'm sure you can sell it to I'll Kat Von D. sell them on Etsy. <laughs> just drop them off at Kat Von D's house. <laughs> Only if she lets me investigate. God, I want to investigate that place so bad. You mm. can be like, yeah. it's like the neighbor with all the like the pie, the gift basket, but instead of a gift basket, you bring over like a basket of haunted dolls. <laughs> haunted dolls and like all my pelican cases with all my equipment. Hey, just wanted to welcome you to the neighborhood, Miss Bondi. I happen to be a paranormal investigator. Do you mind if I come in for a little bit? Oh, shoot. I like that you just got Southern for no reason when you were playing yourself. <laughs> I think she's in more Southern Indiana, but she's from California, so she, it doesn't even fucking matter. Maybe if I play it up with the hit card. She'd be like, oh, bless your, heart. bless your heart. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. I hear your house is haunted. Your house is haunted. Can I come on in? Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So that's the big thing. I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it. <laughs> well, you did, and I'm glad you did, because I'm going to text you every hour to make sure that you're okay <laughs> and that your head is still attached to your body. <laughs> if you don't hear from me, send help. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very nervous. <laughs> Maybe I should at least set up like a an audio recorder in the, the closet with her. I, then I won't want to listen to it because I don't want to know what she has to say. Well, I'm over it. Upload, I'm pissed. Upload the audio to the Patreon and let them decipher it. <laughs> oh, you're a genius. There you go. But that's a new level. So you, whatever the top level is, there's a, there's a topper, a top, a bigger level. <laughs> One million dollars a month. <laughs> you must put us Love in a you castle. Patreon members. <laughs> Oh, shit. Speaking of our Patreon, check it out. It's patreon.com slash oddity files. All different levels 
update it multiple times a week. And for anybody subscribing $5 or more a month, you get the video along with the podcast. The unedited video mm-hmm. along with the podcast. Raw. Okay. You know what we should do? Plug your we book. check with... Oh, shit. Yeah, I have a book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a lot of people are... Posting selfies with it this week. So I saw. It's got a, a new fresh wave. Thank you guys so much for buying my book. Please review on Amazon if you have a moment. And tell your friends to buy my book. Look, I put it out on display, Nick. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I should put it where the doll used to be. Mm-hmm. Because fuck that. <laughs> Show her who's um, boss. <laughs> oh, my God. I did do an interview with a guy named Steve Stockton this weekend who legit had his own black-eyed kids experience no yes i'm like it's supposed to be him interviewing me and i'm like no i i don't talk about me anymore tell me about your damn experience (laughs) tell me everything (laughs) i know all your listeners have heard this 50 million times but i have not (laughs) that's insane yes so i officially kind of sort of virtually know Somebody who had an actual black eyed kids experience. Jeez. Those fuckers. So scary. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, usually after he tells the story, something weird happens to him in his house. It's the kids. That's a new level I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hell no. Mm-mm. Um, let's find out if the black eyed kids are in our future next week, Nick. Let's see what misfortune, ast- misfortune astrology has to say. <laughs> Hey there, oddballs. It's Jess from Misfortune Astrology here with your weekly energy forecast. Every now and again, the universe decides that we humans have had enough bullshit to last us a while, and it gives us a bit of a reprieve. Next week should, air quotes should, provide us with some relief since it's a really quiet week from Tuesday on, but we have to get through the weekend first. On Saturday the 30th, everyone's favorite asshole is doing his thing. That's right, it's Mercury retrograde season. Mercury is in Aquarius, where he's exalted. That means he's very strong and happy. You may have noticed that your thinking has been stabilized, somewhat detached, and a bit more objective lately. That would be due to the large amount of energy in Aquarius currently, which is only set to increase even more in the coming weeks. Mercury has had you thinking or planning in an area of your life where freedom is all important to you. His transit through Aquarius highlights science, futuristic thinking, hopes, socialization on a mass scale, wishes, networking, and liberation from constraints. Now, lots of people only pay attention to Mercury retrograde during the portion of the cycle when he appears to be traveling backwards in the sky. And that's just fucking stupid, because the cycle actually has three parts, two of which take place while Mercury is moving forwards. This is one of the major reasons why Mercury retrograde tends to be so off-putting for people, because they don't know when to start paying attention or for how long. Only focusing on the backwards part of the transit is like walking into a movie about an hour in and wondering why you can't figure out the plot. Well, you missed the introduction, dummy. In this case, the introduction started back on January 15th. Mercury will retrograde from January 30th through February 20th, which will give you a chance to review. Don't make any forward progress on Mercury-related issues during this time. You will be tempted to do so because the universe is a bitch and Mercury is a trickster of a planet. Trust me, it's a trap. 
Stay in review, revise, and rethink mode until mid-March when the cycle ends completely. And you can thank me then. If you're curious to learn more about this cycle and how to decipher it for yourself on a more permanent basis, check out my website for my Mercury Retrograde Survival Guide ebook. The only other day on the radar for next week is Monday, when Venus enters Aquarius and the Sun squares Mars and Taurus. Venus in Aquarius is an odd duck. Do you remember when Lady Gaga first came on the scene and she walked around wearing meat? Well, she has her natal Venus in Aquarius, so what does that tell you? She does great with friends and acquaintances, but not so well with intimacy. Venus is very, very detached in Aquarius and gets very uncomfortable if you try to get too mushy with her. So this transit will be great for mingling and working the room, but positively terrible if you were hoping for a steamy Valentine's Day. It's shaping up to be more like a singles awareness day for most of us. And finally, Sun Square Mars on Monday means pissing contests will be the order of the day. Aggressive Mars throws tense energy at our ego nature, resulting in the need to win at all costs. This is most likely to arise in situations where you are trying to move on, but something or someone who sees you as their possession refuses to let you. Use Venus and Aquarius energy to detach and try to keep it moving. If you're interested in what the stars have to say for you, please check out my website at misfortuneastrology.com. I offer many different types of tarot and astrology readings, and you can also help support my small business by checking out my shop, where I sell handmade crystal jewelry, candles, and lots of other cool merch. For daily horoscopes and plenty of inappropriate humor, come find me on social media at misfortune1111. Ciao for now. Welcome back, kids. I think that means, you know, things are looking brighter, but just stay in bed. I mean, why not? Just stay in bed. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I have a little bit of paranormal in the news. It's very science-y because it's from, like, sciencealert.com. Um, scientists are figure out, figuring out why some people can hear the voices of the dead. It's about fucking time the scientists get into paranormal phenomena am i right Uh so scientists have identified the traits that may make a person more likely to claim they hear the voices of the dead so they're already get the fuck out dissing it right off the bat according to new research yes science alert um a predisposition to high levels of of absorption 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 in tasks, unusual auditory experiences in childhood, and a high susceptibility to auditory hallucinations all occur more strongly in self-described clairaudient mediums than the general population. And I'm just going to debunk this off the bat because... I I don't have a high level of absorption in tasks. I'm complete ADHD mixed with OCD. I didn't have any unusual auditory experiences as a child. Um, and I don't think I'm hallucinating when I hear the voices of the dead because I only hear it at haunted locations. Now, I don't know if I turn that shit off when I'm home or not. But I only hear it at these haunted locations. Even when I was like investigating my friends' houses that were haunted, I didn't hear shit while I was there, except if it was coming over the spirit box. So, and then it gets into 
The finding could help us better understand the upsetting auditory hallucinations that accompany mental illnesses such as schizophrenia, the researchers say. So these people draw you in with the headline, and then they call us batshit crazy people. So there you go. What a bogus article. Like They should have just literally, the body of this should have been like, hearing voices of dead people, you're insane. Yeah. That's it. Written yeah. by scientist number fucking one. That's such, I'm so <laughs> mad. That's such BS. Such BS. Um, they claim. And that's all I was. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. And then, and I was really excited to read it because I've heard some shit. And it's not just me most of the time. I hear it. The boys heard it too. Okay, so unless we're all like taking hallucinogens before we walk into a place, spoiler alert, we did not, then I can't explain it. Yeah, but that would be Group one. Schizophrenia? That would be one hell of a show. Why has no paranormal <laughs> investigator taken hallucinogens before they've investigated? Oh my God, that would be amazing. It would be, un- I mean, you have to have like the spot man to make sure that like they make sure everyone's hydrated, safe. they're safe, they're not like <laughs> impaling themselves on metal barbs and shit <laughs> that would be yeah. like you have the you have the main investigator so you have like the kitsy of the group who takes the hallucinogen and everyone else is like filming but also protecting her to make sure she's safe that would be the crazy that would be insane i would watch that shit it would be great <laughs> i feel like it's very irresponsible so like a network probably wouldn't pick it up and be yeah. discovery be like we're gonna pay for YouTube your drugs would take that shit though yeah, yeah, you damn right they would <laughs> but like mushrooms like micro they're legal in some states right you so, just go investigate in those states yeah it's it's fine i'm down i'll try I, you know i don't <laughs> okay let's let's have you take the drugs and i'll be the safety monitor <laughs> no but i'm not an investigator i just i, I like that would make it even better <laughs> I, um, Nobody steal that idea either, okay? Yeah. That's ours. We've earmarked it. We've put it out there in the universe. You patented it. Okay, we got a letter from from Bobby this week. This is not a, a listener story. Well, kind of, but he's also asking for advice. He said, Dear Oddity Files, I found your show on Amazon. Love it. Then found the podcast, and I'm working my way through that now. I work in a hotel in Uptown Dallas, and there have been a couple people say they've had a similar experience that I've had. Sometimes when I'm walking the halls, I can almost hear a voice, and sometimes, oh, look at that. Auditory. He's not crazy. Oh, there you and go. not on hallucinogens. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I can almost hear a voice, and sometimes voices talking, but then when I stop to listen, it's gone. He said, it's kind of like something is using the noise of my walking to speak. He asked if we had ever experienced this and or what do we think? And then he thanks us for all of our work. Well, Bobby, sometimes spirits do need white noise in order to project what they're trying to say. I mean, that's not very scientific sounding, but that's the way I take it. My first question is, do you have swishy clothes on? Because sometimes it could make you think you hear something. Yeah. Um, but if other people are having the same experience as well, I don't know. I think you need to stick a recorder on this floor. Is it one floor? 
He doesn't say. But yeah, and, and, and see if you can catch anything. Or a spirit box. Absolutely a spirit box. Amazon. Yeah. It sounds like something is trying to communicate and is failing in doing so. And sometimes, uh, and I'm going to use this word because it's the only one I can think of, but sometimes to penetrate the, the plane uh, <laughs> that you're on, it's difficult. And it's, it's, uh, it's you know, having the, uh, the energy to do so. And sometimes yes. spirits need to be guided to that strength and energy and and that's where the spirit boxes and and white noise things like that um the waves the shit that you know you know what i'm saying yeah i know i know what you're trying to say i can't think of the word either though (laughs) like not brain waves the fm it just needs some help some assistance yeah i don't know that word but yeah it's it's (laughs) Check out on Amazon. It's an SB7. Now, if your employers will not be happy with you breaking out a spirit box on the hotel hallways, please do not do so. Yeah, keep your job. Yeah, job is way more important in this day and age Mm -hmm. than ghost hunting. But I talked to other people that have had the same experience, and maybe they heard more than you did. Um, But don't, don't let it scare you. They're just trying to reach out. They're just trying to tell their story. So I hope you find out what that story is and you write us back because I, and I want to go to there when I can travel again someday. Same. I was, yeah. Um, (laughs) So there you have it. I believe I go first this week, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I was watching the Discovery Plus. I'm still waiting on that paycheck Discovery Plus. Anytime you want to send that my way, you just feel free to do that. And um, there's a sh- they've got like 75 seasons of A Haunting. And I've watched more recent episodes, and they're so cheesy now. And, and I don't know. I feel like nowadays they hire actors to play the people that had the experiences because there's no way all these people are that pretty and perfect and and can get the the emphasis on the right syllables like these people do but this legit was um season one episode one and you could tell i mean it looked like it was 1992 it could have been (laughs) i'm not sure but these were like legit people because they didn't always get it right So, I'm going to tell you the story of a haunted venue in Springville, Illinois. Nope. Springville, Illinois. um, Located in the Midwest, as so many haunted locations are. This haunting has all the earmarks of a fun story. And that story goes a little something like this. We're taking the Wayback Machine to 1974. The late club had sat empty for nearly six years when Bill Carmine came to look at the place. What started as a fun investment may have turned into uh, Bill's worst nightmare. Even though the place had been vacant for so long, it was actually in great shape and had everything he needed to open almost immediately. All he needed was a liquor license and the entertainment to put on stage. The, it was a um, big stage, open dance area, a couple floors with tables along the edge of it. So it was like a concert venue. 
The papers were signed, but before he leaves the signing, Bill notices a weird hole in the ceiling at the back of the office and asks the owners to make sure it was patched up before he actually comes in to open the place up. And once he gets the okay from the owners, Bill spends countless days alone in the place, making sure everything is just right. He books the entertainers to bring the masses back to this historic location. And one day, Bob swears he hears a piano playing off behind the stage. And as he gets closer, it gets louder. So he follows the music until he gets to the doorway where he's sure he hears the music coming from. He opens the door and it just stops. So he walks in. You know how the pianos have the little door that shuts over the keys? That was shut. Only person in the building. So he just kind of scratches his head and goes on with prepping the place. Um, And then in the fall of 74, the bar finally opens. On opening night, the place was such a success, they sold out of just about everything. And the success of the night spot continues, so much so that Bill has to bring in a partner to help ease his workload. He brings in former musician Tom Blasco, and the two continue to grow the business, and the entrepreneurs and their staff become one kind of big, happy family. One night after they're closed up, Tom gets a chill and heads downstairs to make sure he turned the air conditioning off. He's like, I'm sure that's what it is, not even thinking it's anything paranormal. But while in the basement, he finds the AC off and felt as though someone was standing right behind him. I mean, you know, the, the, the reenactments in these shows are so cheesy and wonderful. <laughs> and it's like, you've got that POV shaky camera, like looking around corners at him while he's messing with the fuse box. And then he just jumps back and you've got the moans. Although while he's telling the story, he never says he heard anything. But you've got the moans in the reenactment to make it just The shackles for no reason. Like, oh, yeah. just like all the sound. The fucking editor who's just like, well, I'm doing another ghost show. So here's some shackles, some <laughs> moans, some sheet sounds. <laughs> Let's throw this bottle at him. Yeah. I know he didn't say anything about it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix that in post. Um... <laughs> A cat scratch. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So once it it freaked him out, just feeling like he was watched. Good old Catholic boy, just helping out a friend, just became a partner in the business. Bolted. Didn't even make sure the lights were off in the place. Just shut the fucking door and ran out of the building in a damn fucking hurry because he was freaked the fuck out. (laughs) But as you do when you're not weirdos like us, he didn't tell us so, afraid of the ridicule of his co-workers. You know, I mean, unless you're a weirdo like us, I guess. Well, I almost didn't tell you about my haunted doll, so I guess I did. <laughs> I was going to say, look who's talking, Missy. <laughs> Hello, pot. Meet cattle. <laughs> oh, and then nothing happens for weeks until one night, our friend Bill, again, has been left... As the new partner to close up again, I'm, I'm starting to think that, uh, no, Bill left Tom. So I'm starting to think that Bill just brought Tom as a, on as a partner just to have him do everything while he can go all willy-nilly about town when it's closing time. Tom's in the back office working on the math stuffs and things, and he starts to hear someone in the building. 
the building he believes that he's alone in. So he's, again, the reenactment is so great. <laughs> he's walking down these darkly lit halls. and At the end of the hall, there's like a piece of printer, printer paper that says, employees only. <laughs> it's not even like a placard or anything. So he hears a group of people talking. So since the math stuffs had to do with money, he grabs his gun out of the safe and the rosary he'd been carrying around since his experience in the basement. And terrified, he makes his rounds and can't find another living soul in the entire place. But here's conversations of multiple people talking anywhere he isn't. Like, he'll go to one side of the club and then the conversation moves to the other side. He goes up on the stage and then it sounds like it's all the way in the back of the house. So, um, which could be pretty eerie, I'm sure, especially if you're there by yourself. Um, maybe he's just overworked. Maybe his Catholic upbringing is getting the better of him. Or maybe there is something more sinister at play. But Tom bolts again, leaves the money on the back table, you know, leaves all the lights on. And the next morning... Partner Bill comes in to find stacks of money in the safe, safe wide open in the office. So he has to confront Tom. That's when Tom tells Bill about his weird experiences. And other than the weird feelings he's gotten in the place of being, he's always feeling like he's being watched again. And then Bill tells Tom about his experience with the piano. And then he tells Bill the story of one day he was um, in the front bar listening to a sales pitch from a salesman. He didn't really want to be there, too. He said he was just going to listen to the spiel and then tell him no and send him on his way until a glass goes flying off the bar and nearly hits said salesman in the head. I mean, I could use this ghost from time to time. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, how can you think he's malevolent at all? He's trying to get rid of the salesman for you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, they come to find out that all the pretty much all the other employees had similar experiences. But one waitress tells a tale of meeting one of the spirits. Like, full on... Full apparition and all. But she doesn't tell the whole story to the owners. She didn't tell the owners that what the spirit said to her. But what the apparition told her was that one of the owners was going to die. Dun, dun, dun! Oh. Yeah, but she explains exactly what the spirit looked like head to toe and that she ran into him in the office one day, like, the bar was packed, so the ladies' room, like, had a line out the door, but she really had to pee. I mean, I, I get where she's coming from. So he's like, just use the bathroom in my office, and it all went down there. Um, but Bob, the first owner, decides to look into the history of the location after all these stories he's hearing from the entire staff and finds out that the spirit that was described by the waitress Barbara looked a lot like the previous bartender named Rudy Craner. 
So he's talking to the guy who has, you know, been the maintenance guy there for eons. And and he actually has pictures of this Rudy guy. So he takes those pictures and brings them back into the bar to show to our girl Barbara. And it's exactly the guy she saw. So Bob tells the rest of the crew what went down. Rudy had been accused of stealing money and shot himself in the back office. The hole that had to be patched up in that back office before he could start was from the 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 um, buckshot. Was that shotgun? Is that what it does when it yeah. has all the little bitty bullets? Yeah, it was from the buckshot. Jeez. So, yeah. And the the real owners, the landlords of the place, thought that was the only remnant left of Rudy's tragic demise but they were sorely mistaken so this is when tom decides they need to have a priest come in and bless the location thinking that if rudy committed suicide that he was stuck here because that's what catholics believe and when bill was talking to the maintenance guy rudy i guess was a devout catholic as well but the waitress was on edge because she knew something the rest didn't she knew that Rudy had told her that one of the owners was going to die and she was worried about Tom and Bill. So a few weeks later, one of the landlords who actually owned the building dies of a sudden heart attack. And Barbara, she's actually interviewed on this. She's like, you know, I felt really bad for his family and, you know, it's a very sad thing, but I was really happy it wasn't Bill or Tony. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah. So then after all that goes down, she finally tells Bill and Tony what this guy said to her and that she was afraid to tell either one of them because she thought the ghost of Rudy was talking about them. So, I mean, I'm just saying if a ghost tells me, Nick, that you're going to die, I'm going to tell you and I hope you'll do the same. Yeah. I go to a doctor. I not leave my house. (laughs) I mean, you know, I do all the things to make sure I'm safe. Not stepping under any anvils or, like, lifted pianos. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So this is when Bill and Tom had had enough. They get a hold of Tom's friend and Roman Catholic priest to come check out the place. And upon walking in, he's met by an ice-cold embrace, is what Mr. Priest said, of something that is not of this world. So the priest recommends having a blessing done of the location after walking through the place on his own and feeling that the place is absolutely has a happy presence as priests normally do. But they interviewed him a little more and I want to sit and talk to sit down and talk to this guy because he's like, no, there is a spiritual realm. There are ghosts out there and I want to hear everything he's seen because for a priest to flat out say that, you know, he's seen some shit. Yep. So, several priests arrive and do the St. Michael of Archangel prayer through the entire building. But in the office is where the priests feel resistance. The same office where Rudy committed suicide. I mean, in the reenactment, the wands were waving, the holy water's flying, you know, the blinds are shaking on the windows. Um, So, the priests recommend that they all leave the building for fear of Rudy possessing anyone who's in the building at that time. I don't understand how that works. Apparently, you piss them off, and they try to possess you. 
Okay. So he makes everybody wait outside for 30 minutes. And when a priest gives the all clear to go back in, everybody, including, you know, the club owners, runners, whatever you want to call it, the priests, say they walk in and the place feels completely different. And one of the priests said, Rudy just wanted to be remembered. So was that the end of the haunting? Apparently it was. Uh, The same people who considered the club to be haunted were now sure that Rudy had departed. The day of the religious ceremony was the last day when anyone was aware of Rudy's presence in the building. It seemed that the prayers and blessings had helped the bartender find his way to the other side. It certainly seemed possible that Rudy might have chosen to stay behind in a place where he had many attachments in life. Perhaps the intervention of the priests was all he needed to be convinced to move on. Um, Once Rudy was gone, some staff members realized they really hadn't minded his ghost as much, um, and they kind of missed him. In a 1980 newspaper interview, Tom Blasco said, In a way, I sort of miss Rudy. We were all fond of him. It's been pretty quiet since the priests were here. Sometimes I wished that I hadn't asked them to come. I liked that. Aww. The club eventually closed down not long after the blessing due to the lack of business in the early 80s, which apparently left when Rudy did. There may be more reason than one why they missed him. Uh, Firefighters were called to a scene near Lake Springfield in central Illinois one early Sunday morning in August 1992. When they arrived, they found a dilapidated old building that had been closed for years, completely engulfed in flames. And it was the old lake club and the fire, which later turned out to have been deliberately set. So was it a ghost that said it? That's the only reason I threw that in. Or was it the owners because now it's sitting there dilapidated? Who knows? My wingmen for AmericanHauntingsInc.com. That's I-N-K. And A Haunting Season 1, Episode 1 on discovery plus wow i uh i feel like again it we're in this place where it's the same it's the same kind of thing it's like well i think they just want to be heard but also it's this was an interesting story because it's like here's a bunch of people who who are afraid that they'll all be judged by each other so they're not talking about it and like, it, it but they're took, one happy family. Yeah, but it took like a priest to come in to recognize that this spirit existed because these fucking people wouldn't actually talk about it because they were afraid they'd be judged by each other. So the moral of the story is communication is key, whether you're alive or dead, speaking to other people that are alive or dead. And find out that one of the owners is going to die and don't tell them. That's messed up. One million percent messed wow. up. I want to go to that club. Well, it burned down, so. I wonder if someone rebuilt, though, and, like, in honor and the name of the club. I don't know. I didn't even know there was a lake in Springfield, Illinois. So <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been to Springfield, Illinois. All I know is it's, I think it's the capital of Illinois and Abraham Lincoln something. That, I mean, you know what? That's all you need to know. <laughs> and a haunted club. <laughs> Need more scares in your life? Well, duh, we've got you. Just head over to tinyurl.com slash get shutter. 
and you'll automatically get seven days free of this all horror, all the time streaming network. From their endless selection of the best in horror, the original programming and exclusive content, to their flexible membership plans. Shutter is exactly what you need. Plans start at under five bucks a month, and yes, you can cancel at any time. I mean, what are you waiting for? Tinyurl.com slash get shutter. Tinyurl.com slash get shutter. G-E-T-S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Let's get scared. Extra, extra, read all about it. Okay, so that was lame. But we have a new merch store, my friends. Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Guys, We've got everything there. We're still adding more. The prices are much more cost-effective there, and the store is so easy to navigate. What are you waiting for? Head on over to tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Get your merch on. Are you a coffee addict like me? Well, check out Bones Coffee Company. Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning, it's an experience. When you brew a pot of Bones Coffee Company coffee, they want you to have the best experience you've ever had. They only roast carefully selected beans to perfection in small batches to ensure that you get the freshest coffee delivered straight to your door. The care given to each of those small batches is evidenced through the rich, full-bodied and exceptionally smooth taste you'll get out of every cup of bones coffee company you drink you guys this is amazing first and foremost i love coffee i love wine and i love bourbon but i love coffee so check it out and help out the podcast go to tinyurl.com slash bones coffee get your coffee fix and help out your favorite podcast We appreciate you. Okay, you may have heard or may not have heard, but our newest podcast partner is freaking Chewy, guys. I know, we we talk about our pets all the time, and we kind of love our pets a little too much, just like you guys. But we're always looking for ways to save money in these current financial times. Chewy's it. Type in tinyurl.com dot com slash o f chewy you help support the podcast i personally get both our dog's food and our dog's treats and a couple other things sent on a monthly basis directly from chewy with their subscription service so please check it out please help us out by subscribing to all your chewy goods at tinyurl.com slash o f Chewy, my dogs will thank you. Tell me a story, Nick. <laughs> okay. Um, I apologize in advance for the story. I feel like I feel like I keep torturing you because you're gonna hate every second of this. Um, but it was interesting, and I just I had to I had to do it. It had to be done. Okay. Um, so are today- there octopus involved? I hate octopus. Octopi. 
So if, if, if it's not involved, we should be good. Okay, maybe. No, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. I plead the fifth. <laughs> so we're all very familiar uh, with the Wendigo. We're all very familiar with the Slender Man. And we're all very familiar <laughs> with the Rake. Uh, especially you, Kitsy. Very familiar uh, with the Rake. But I, I didn't know this, but apparently... <laughs> There is a commonly seen cryptid within the Reddit community that actually um, helped cement the Wendigo, the Rake, and the Slenderman into uh, a pop modern culture. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, there are multiple communi- Reddit communities within the Reddits that talk about this cryptid that uh, is only known as the Crawler. Or a crawler. Uh, You're right, I'm going to hate this. I'm sorry. Uh, the crawler is a commonly seen cryptid with pale skin, long limbs, and a tall, thin body. They are generally seen around eight feet tall, if standing. And uh, there are stories of this creature all throughout America. And as of late, um, now all over the world, which is why I'm Ooh. telling this story today. So before I get into the story specifically, I want to go to a a specific Reddit thread of someone who's new in the community, like myself, basically stating, stating a year ago, (laughs) stating a simple question, what are crawlers? And this Reddit user says, I have an idea of what they look like. Their description is pretty easy to imagine. And I've seen the pictures and videos that claim to have captured the crawler. Um... And then they've edited the post saying, upon second thought, give me more details of what they look like. I've seen some say backwards knee joints, while others say forwards like an average person would have. And that they just want to know what they do. Are they dangerous? Are they just as timid and and curious as other cryptids? What do they eat? Any info is helpful. Uh, Don't know if this person's... If they eat berries, we're fine. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I also don't know if this person's going to be like a crawler hunter, but they sound like they're asking some pretty sketch questions. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the most uh, upvoted responses comes from a user named Nuppy Puppy. And... (laughs) (laughs) Where do people come up with names anymore? (laughs) I don't know. I I don't either. (laughs) It's got to be so hard. (laughs) So, this is a very interesting thread. So, I'm going to read the Nuppy Puppy's description of the crawler and then read a, a few following responses that sort of sum up the idea of this crawler and what it truly means within the Reddit community and how it's um, spread through uh, modern culture. So, uh, Nuppy Puppy says, these things appear to be... <laughs> Can we call this episode Nuppy Puppy? Yes. We'll Please. change it to Nubby Puppy with bees instead of peas so they don't think we're just completely rick- ripping off their name. Okay. That's the next cryptid, the Nubby Puppy. I hate it so much. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so these things appear to be cave dwellers. They tend to show up in areas a lot more often with caves or large sewer systems they can hide in. They're also really good climbers, can easily climb up cave walls, trees, and onto rooftops. From what I've dug up, they don't like to eat living things. They like to eat dead stuff that's starting to rot, but they will attack and slaughter just about anything. 
People have had ones that killed lots of chickens and even goats. They often kill stuff and leave it laying around to come back for later in an attempt to mark their territory. They will attack humans. You don't hear about those stories often because those people rarely survive. And they tend to take the bodies back to where they den. Only came across a few survivors who were parts of groups that never saw their groupmates again. There's also reports from soldiers in either Afghanistan or Iraq that witnessed these things on several occasions, especially in the mountains. One oh, group. God! <laughs> yep. One group said they were spying on an insurgent camp, and a group of these crawlers came out of nearby caves and slaughtered the entire camp. They apparently could see it on their night vision, but they didn't show up on their infrared heat readings. This <gasps> <laughs> is terrifying! Oh, it, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, they're referred to as ghouls in the old world. Look up how to kill a ghoul for other weaknesses. Treat them like cave-dwelling am- animals as well. Bats, moles, cave salamanders, etc. They probably have night vision, if any I- vision, with very good hearing and smelling. I found they do not like loud noises like air horns. So Nuppy Puppy sounds like they are also uh, in the crawl hunt, crawler hunting business. Um, Why isn't there a TV show of this on Travel Channel? <laughs> that's, what I want, that's what I want to know. <laughs> so in response people to that... Die. People will die. People would get murdered by these creatures. Yeah. Uh, according to... An additional user, Juggernaut980, they said, I see this guy posted one of my previous descriptions. So I guess Nuppy Puppy came in and hijacked Juggernaut980's previous description of a crawler. Some Reddit blood, uh, bad blood. Juggernaut was pissed. Juggernaut was out of blood. (laughs) Reddit shit. Reddit shit. The deep web. Um... Juggernaut says, I'm one of the ones that had a bunch of chickens and even a goat slaughtered by them. Even caught one in the act back in the 90s. Oh, he did not. I feel like this is some, like, (laughs) Jaws story. I don't Anyway. (laughs) Their skin is pale, almost translucent, and you can easily see their bone structures. The skin kind of has a slimy look to it, uh, which some hypothesize is because they're, they are amphibian in nature, thus explaining why they don't show up on heat tracking. They are cold-blooded. As to the joints, <gasps> I think it's most of them being double-jointed or loose-jointed, probably as a byproduct of their cave-dwelling attributes and needing to climb through tight spaces. This allows them to stay closer to the ground and sneak up on prey easier by having their joints bend to get them as low as possible. So their knees don't always bend backwards, and more often than not, they move like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Uh, (laughs) Nope, I am out. I am fucking out, Nick. No. Sorry. Please continue. Maybe. I don't know. La, 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 la. They tend to have black eyes, usually big, but not always. Light does reflect off their eyes, though, like many nocturnal animals, often appearing as red or yellow, depending on the light reflecting off of them. They also have almost no nose with just a little nub and slits where it should be. They do have teeth. Voldemort. It's Voldemort. (laughs) They do have teeth. And the one time I had one scream at me through the window, its mouth was wide open and its teeth were incredibly gnarly looking. No. Uh, This was a a year. This was a year ago, by the way. Um, 
So this was interesting. I, I had fallen down the Reddit threads. Things were, things were getting weird, and I needed more information. And that's when, 10 hours ago, uh, there was an article posted in the Reddits. Now, this article is backdated May 30th, 2018 in Austria, and it is a video of a supposed crawler. Fuck no. I loved Austria. It was my favorite country in the world. Damn it. <laughs> yep. Uh, the hills are not alive with the sound of music anymore. <laughs> Sorry. The, the team. Very t- upset. <laughs> the team took a camera with them to film inside of an attraction located located more than a 10,000 feet above sea level. Uh, video footage shows them enjoying their new surroundings before one of them notices something <laughs> out of the ordinary. The man behind the camera is recording a waterfall inside a passage of a giant ice cave in Hallstatt, Austria, when he spots That's something. my favorite place in the world. I kid you not, Nick. That is my favorite city in the world. <gasps> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not even kidding right now. So, so why do they have to? Why do these fucking things have to ruin my life? I'm sorry. Go ahead. When did you go to Austria? Just, just curious. Um, when uh, it was, it was before I met you. Uh, Chris got a BMW. He got it delivered in Germany, and we went off to Austria because he had his car, and and we spent most of our time in Salzburg. But Hallstatt, what is the most magical city I've? It's not even a city. It's a little teeny tiny little town on this water. The water's so cold. And I got in a little boat, like a paddle boat. I could have died. Was it after 2009? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So it was post-2009. So we're talking like 2010 between. So in the last 10 years. So after some digging of this horrifying video uh, to which the folks behind the camera zoom in on this horrid creature saying that it's an ice man it's a ghost this video was actually captured in 2009 but just only recently back in 2018 gained uh traction and people were like this shit is crazy uh and no one has debunked it at all oh shit uh <sighs> yeah first so, i love when a, a video goes viral like nine years later that's so cool yeah, it's, Two, you ruined my life tonight. Sorry. Sorry. I, go ahead. You know, I just, I'm just trying to. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be stories. I don't know how real they are, but this one seems pretty real. Um, okay. <laughs> so in this, the comments, uh, one comment on this specific video read, "The rape creature exists. My husband saw one in Afghanistan." Another one added, "It's probably interdimensional. That's why they said it was a ghost." And a third comment stated, "I have no idea what that is, but it's no frog." Um, this footage came months after locals in Austria were horrified by a half-human, half-dog creature that was causing chaos in their town. Teeny tiny little beautiful town. Yeah. Not anymore. It's some scary shit. So, that being said, this is this is deep. I mean, this goes. There are fifteen thousand members on the subreddit crawler crawler sightings. YouTube is apparently full of a plethora of videos that are 
people sighting these creatures in caves, coming out of caves, uh, photos of these creatures, and it just continues uh, to build and build over time. And these are active Reddit communities of people still to this day talking about crawlers. Uh, so good luck sleeping at night, everybody, because the crawlers might just be living beneath where you sleep. <laughs> That was beautifully told, sir. Thank you. You That's ruined my absolute favorite place in the world. Um, but, you know, whatevs. Um, I need to see this video. Or do, do I you, even want to see it? I was going to ask you, do you do you need to? I, was I it just, in the salt cave? Uh, yes. <sighs> if you open your text right now, you can see the preview of the image of what this creature looked like in the cave. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Okay. That's so a there you have it, kids. They're terrifying things in Austria. All over the world. That's everywhere. The thing. America. This is like. It's yeah. all now all over the world, but apparently they're very popular in America. But thanks to Nuppy Puppy for clarifying, and thanks to Reddit for allowing me to uh, uh, improvise a story tonight. So it's it's very rake like looking. You guys will yeah. find this in the uh, the Instagram stories at Oddity Files. But funny story, I've been doing little paranormal in the news sections for uh, the Patreon page, and today I actually did a story that's. It didn't go as south as yours did, but it's about the White Walker humanoids that's like eight foot tall, white face. Apparently, these wear clothes and have black hair, though, in oh, sweet. Uh, Sacramento. So I thought you were going there. I was going to say, what are the fucking chances? I had to search for this story. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is deep. Far more I like terrifying. I like to tiptoe in the Reddits every now and again. I, I normally avoid it, but I like to just kind of yeah. dip my toe in that water because sometimes the best stories are just hiding deep, oh, deep in the, in the bowels of Reddit. No, it was a very good story. I had some heart palpitations and, <laughs> and you know, some sweats, but it was you told it very well, and I appreciate you, sir. Oh, and the you. warning was key, so yeah, I knew it was coming. I tried. I tried. But I did, did everything you have I could. to go to Hallstatt? Of all the places in all the... I'm going to have to whip out some pictures of our trip to Germany and see if I can put those um, on the Instagram as well. Just going to be closing my eyes and picking a place and being like, oh, Kitsy definitely didn't go here and is not her favorite place right. of all. Like, Hallstatt fucking Austria is the one place that you're like, it's my oh, yeah. favorite literally i mean you walk in and it's like you are um in the movie frozen oh it's okay. what the frozen city was based <laughs> off of so that's why i love the movie frozen because it reminded me of Hallstatt. like all the houses are up i'll show you pictures later okay but you know stuff and things we're already over time so we're gonna go ahead and Sorry, I stretched your story so long and had all the freakouts. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's ears because if I did, I apologize and I will make up for it next week in some way, shape, or form. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, make sure you follow us on all the stuff and all the things 
uh, flow.page slash oddity files. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers, Doug Mulden Locke, Ryan Hoke, and Donald Blanchflower. You guys are amazing. And where's the fucking new cool? <laughs> Ghost on. I wasn't ready for that. I was like, oh, what? I don't, I don't know that line. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going to sleep tonight anyway. So I'm just edgy. Feeling. Living on the edge. Oh, there's a song too to seal that shit up. Sweet. Oddity Files is part of the Just What I Needed Network. We hope we're just what you needed. The podcast is brought to you by the Oddity Files TV show. Have you heard of it? Have you watched it? Head on over to Amazon Prime Video and check out Oddity Files, a three-season investigative paranormal show. Music provided by James Grice. Please support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash oddityfiles. Give a little, give a lot. It helps support the podcast. And we appreciate our producers, Donald Blanchflower, Doug Malden Locke, and Ryan Hoke. We have a merch store. Can't get enough of Oddity Files? Wear us on your body. tpublic.com slash stores slash oddity dash files. Please support our partners. Every little bit helps. Rate review, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's what helps us get the word out there. And you know, we can always use a new weirdo or two. Come hang out with us on our Facebook fan group. Just search Oddity Files fan group. All kinds of fun stuff. You can win things. You can read memes. You can buy cool shit. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Okay. Go. I'm done. What are you still doing here? Just get out of here. God, I love Ferris Bueller. <laughs>